The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. We're not going to make America great again. The Financial Guys was never that great. It's time to talk money. We have not reached greatness. It's the Financial Guys radio program. We will reach greatness. It's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. When every American is fully engaged. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free, 1-800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on News Radio 930 WBEN, and now going out to South Florida on WFTL. Welcome to the program. This is the show where money meets politics, and it is a live call-in talk show. So if you want to join the conversation, we're going to have a very fast-paced show today. A couple of special guests. Uh, but uh, call us at 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call in a cell. If you're outside the area, whether you're in Toronto, whether you're in Palm Beach, whether you're in Erie, Pennsylvania, it doesn't matter. You can use the 800 number. That's 1-800-616-9236. Again, 1-800-616-9236. And, of course, we're always uh, looking forward to text coming in on the text line at 30930. That's 3930. I, you know what? I never sent that to Frank. Frank, I've got to shoot you over a liberal, uh, not, not, oh, not a love note, but a, but a call in we got. So uh, it's, see. it's he, classic. He used some foul language, so we've got to see if we can bleep yeah, you some gotta, of that out. Yeah, you got to bleep but. that out. It's priceless, though, because the best part is, and we'll play this in a bit as soon as we get it edited, uh, the best part is he calls the office. Yeah. He calls the office and says, you guys got to get these guys Lomas and Wiggle off the air. Like, mm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you should check the website. We own the company. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Yeah, so this 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 genius called our office, thinking he was calling the TV station. It was actually from the uh, Saturday morning TV show. For those of you that don't Love know, it. nine to nine thirty, we open up uh, right before AM Buffalo every Saturday morning on Channel Seven. And so I, I don't know if he thought he was calling Channel Seven, but it uh, rerouted to us. But that's what it sounded like. Classic, so, just classic. classic. Yeah. So we'll get that added up. We'll play that uh, well, as a follow up to this morning's show on uh, on Channel Seven. We had Mike Caputo. As one of our special guests, he's going to call in at about one thirty, and we're going to kind of continue the conversation. There's a couple of things I wanted to ask him about. I didn't get a chance to because obviously the show is so quick, uh, the TV show. Um, but I wanted to ask about the wall and the shutdown and kind of follow up a little bit on the conversation. So he's going to call in at one thirty. Stay tuned for that. Michael Caputo, of course, if you don't know who he is, if you're outside the area, he is um, the former advisor to President Trump. Uh, during the campaign. He is also a Republican strategist. I believe he's actually in D.C. And so I wanted to kind of pick his brain about the wall, the the shutdown, and uh, some of those things as well. Um, Probably maybe a a rarity for me and probably for you as well 
I actually agree with Jim Cramer this week. Uh, Jim Cramer came out and said the Fed needs to shut its mouth. Yeah. And you know what? That's he right. is spot on. <laughs> That's right. Spot on. Maybe a dollar too late, right? Or what, what's the expression? But uh, Day late, dollar short. Day late, dollar short. But he, you know, he's absolutely right. But here's the thing with Cramer is he just... He he says everything, right? Uh, I, I mean, it's a bear market, bull market. One day it's like, oh, it's a bull market. You should buy. The next day it's a bear market. Like, come yeah. on. You can't do that. Well, that's all people. CNBC. He is it's, an entertainer. That's for it's, sure. It's entertaining, but it's not good investing. It's not oh, good no. advice. That's but in sure. this case, I think he's spot on. What basically yeah. he said to sum up the article was, you know, look, it, it, the Fed, you know, it's one thing to raise rates. It's another thing to now all of a sudden be a pro, you know prognosticator. Like, if you want to give us a current update on how you see the economy right now, fine, but let's get away from here's what I see going forward. Uh, by the way, all of the previous like eight recessions going back to 1950, every single one of them have been preceded by a too aggressive Fed. Yeah. The Fed, every single case that they have raised rates, not every case, but all the recessions were basically uh, Fed caused. And I, I used the analogy this morning on the rate on the uh, TV show, and that is like a, a campfire, right? So if you've got a good campfire, those of you that are outdoors folks, I am, you know, I, I love a good campfire, right? So you're sitting around the fire, and, um, you know, if the fire is, is a good, strong fire, like our economy right now is pretty strong, it's pretty good, then you can take a, a glass of water and you can dump it on the fire, and the fire will not go out. If you wait about 10 or 15 minutes, that wet area will, will be dried out by the rest of the fire, and it will all be burning again. 15 minutes later, you could pour another glass of water. You could continuously pour a glass of water on that fire every 15 minutes for almost indefinitely, as long as you've got good, fresh, dry wood on the fire, and it won't go out. That's akin to saying the Fed, if they had started raising rates back in 2011 and they did a quarter point and then they waited six months yeah. or a year to see how it is. Another quarter point. Another right. quarter point. What the Fed has done in the last two years, right after the inauguration of President Trump, hmm, coincidental, I guess, yeah. uh, was all of a sudden to start uh, basically uh, dumping glasses of water on the fire. But they're doing it every minute. Yeah. And so it's, well, they went it, on the attack. They went yeah. on the attack. And, and by the way— and to uh, Kramer's point and my point the other day was not only did they do that, they didn't say, hey, look, we're going to slow down. We're right. going to slow down and let this fire build up. Again. Right. Exactly. They just said, well, we might continue. Hammering yeah, just water, gonna, just right? Gonna, right. No, stop. There's no signs of inflation. Right. And, you know, we can you know, look at we've had low interest rates for a while. It needs to slowly sip its way into the economy, drift right. its way into the economy. Right. People are making decisions now. It's funny. You know, you go to buy an automobile, and your last automobile you bought at 0%. And then you go back to the dealership, and they say 5 Right. Whoa. Like, whoa. Yeah, right. Big <laughs> want, difference, right? I want 0. That's right. <laughs> right? I That's mean, right. it really does stall purchasing habits. And it's not a big deal if you're going from 3 to 3.5% 3 on an right. automobile or 35 to 4 It is a big deal when it goes from 0 to 5 Well, what the Fed has done is they have raised rates 8 times in two yeah. years eight times. eight times so every basically that's like pouring you know eight glasses of water every minute right and at some point you douse the fire and i think that's a big part of the the the, the concerns that you're seeing with the volatility of the stock market i believe in my opinion you know the fed is the number one cause mm -hmm. of the market volatility right now mm -hmm. the number one cause because the market's starting to think well wait a minute now are, are they going to stop? Right. Are, are they going to put us right into a recession? And, they may. And to your point, the Fed, when I, you know, when I look at it, I've been, as we're doing reviews with clients, I'll talk about the Fed, I'll talk about trade, and I'll talk about the wall and safety, right? The thing with the Fed is it's a longer drawn out process to possibly fix, meaning that if the Fed is um, okay with increasing interest rates over the next one, three, five years, right? That's a big deal for the economy. 
yes, there's a concern with the trade war with China. I think, though, the stock market is smart enough to figure yeah. out that both sides know they need each other. Right. And at some point, we're going to figure this out. Where that happy medium is, where the art of the deal is going to fall, I don't know. I mean, China's already started to lower taxes over there. Yeah, That's tariffs, a good yeah. thing. Uh, lower tariffs, yep, I should yep. say. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, same but thing. they've already started to do that. So Trump is slowly winning. He's continuing to be more yeah. aggressive. The Chinese stock market's getting hit harder than we are. Right. So they know that they need to make a deal with that. I do believe that we'll fix that. We'll figure that out. Both partners need each other. And I think the stock market is really focused, as you said, on the Fed because it's a longer-term mm -hmm. unwinding right. than, okay, we can fix the trade deal. The other thing, and I've been saying this for a while, don't discount the wall. The wall is safety. For and sure. you cannot have a prosperous economic environment without a safe economic environment. Uh, look at any town in this country. That happens to be run by a Democrat, but yeah. any town like in Baltimore? this country, Baltimore. Do you see that article? <laughs> right. I oh, that my article. God. It's uh, sad. By the way, do you, you hear the, the, opening, like that the, is sad. the opening of the show where Moron Cuomo is saying, well, yeah. we've never been that great, and, yeah. and you know, we, we can be better. Well, why? Well, run by you? Because right. every other town run by Democrats in this country looks like a, a, yeah. a you-know-what hole. Yeah, a I war mean, zone. gross. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like so, Beirut in the 80s. Absolutely. Yeah. Why, but why does economic activity not happen there? It's cheap, right? I mean, if look at if I'm a business owner and I want to open up a restaurant – wouldn't I want the most cost-effective place to do that? Right. The east side of Buffalo is yeah, the most cost-effective cost place, right? Yeah. There's the inner city of Baltimore, very cost-effective. They'll yeah. give you the property. Yeah. Why? Safety is key. And so don't discount this wall, by the way. Yeah. He gets the wall, I don't want to say done, but he gets it funded. And by the way, I'm so sick of hearing the money from love. We can't afford the money. You've never been fiscally conservative ever. By the way, we spent more money on food stamps last month. Yeah. More money on food stamps last month than we did the, to build the, the $5 billion that, uh, right. or the, well, more than the $5 billion that he's asking for. The amount of uh, the billions of dollars in welfare to illegal immigrants in this country yes. already. Right. The, the Democrats are, this is their, this is their Alamo the, for, for the Democrats, because the Democrats, they, they realize that they're losing the black vote, right? They're mm -hmm. losing people from that, that are, are, that have been their core base, right? Those people are waking up going, wait a minute. I live in Baltimore. Yeah. This isn't a good place to be. <laughs> right. Right. This downtown, my, my schools are failing and yeah. this is, I'm not being helped. I live in Chicago. This is Obama's hometown. Right. For eight years. What did he do to help me? Not a my, thing. The, 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 the murder rate continues to climb. Right. And so I think they're starting to realize that, wait a minute, if we don't get a whole new base of, 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 you know, uh, immigrant voters or whatever you want to call them, if we don't have a new base of dependent voters that we comply with free goodies of, of government, then we're probably never going to get power back. And so for the Democrats, this is, we better dig in our heels right now. For the Republicans, if they don't win this battle and shut this border down, or God forbid, make a deal to say, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and provide amnesty to 11 million illegal aliens in this country, in return for the wall to shut yeah. it down, then the Republicans are never going to see right. uh, 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 again a, uh, a, a presidential uh, uh, White House, right, yeah. or yeah. a Republican White I, House. I do, I do like the fact that the, shift, the the focus has already started to shift to how much is are we going to give him, right? Right. Uh, my guess is there's other places for him to grab money. So if he can end up with, let's say, four billion instead of five, at least it starts the the beginning phases of that wall where there's other ways yeah. he can access that. You know, the the, the the argument was we're never we're not spending a penny from the left. We're right. not giving. 
a penny. Well, now they're already at almost $2 billion. Right, right? exactly. So, and I think so. they, they realize that. They're, yeah. They can't. He, he's the, already the, said he's going to shut the border down. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, he's, Trump will win. The, Trump gover- will win. the, the government, who, who gets affected by the government shutdown are the workers that are the ones that are, are laid off yeah. and the ones that are dependent upon government. Yeah. And that's the, those are people that are in the Democrat Party. Typically, yes. And so, not always. Not we always. A lot but, of conservative no, that's true. Uh, clients that work for the government that get oh, it. Oh, no, of course. Yeah. I'm saying the ones that are on the on the dole. Oh, yeah. For the, you know, the ones that are like. <laughs> the non-essential oh ones? <laughs> the, yeah, the non-essential ones. That's right. That's right. All right. We're going to take your calls and questions when we come back. We have a, a, a couple calls on the line here. Frank and Joe will go to you next. Can, if you want to join us. Sorry, can I have one yeah, more thing? Sure, that, you course. know, people ask us all the time. We talk about the place where money meets politics. And, of course, you know, I know I know your liberal left-wing nut jobs that call and leave the nasty messages. Why? You're supposed tell, They tell us how to do the show. You need to talk money. Guess what? The stock market has been volatile for two reasons, right? Trade and Fed. This is the place where government meets politics. If your financial advisor doesn't understand that, start interviewing other people. It doesn't yeah. mean that you focus solely on that, right? The stock market will go back to trading on earnings. But you got to understand what's happening because in, in Washington because that is going to drive the economics. Absolutely. And ultimately, it's going to drive the stock market, right? So this is the place where money meets politics. We're not afraid of it. We're not shy of it. And I would encourage you to make sure you understand why it's a place where money meets politics. It's because it is what's driving the volatility right now in Washington. And it matters. Absolutely yeah. matters. All right, 803-0930 if you want to join us, 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call on a cell phone. And again, if you're outside the area, whether you're in Palm Beach or Toronto or wherever, uh, 1-800-616-9236. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys. Again, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here in studio. And if you want to text us, by the way, the text line is open, 30930, that's 3930. Text came in over throughout the break, maybe Trump only needs $3 billion. The art of the deal asks for double, settle for half. Nope. Uh, no, I think he, he really, I mean, to get the wall done, probably billions. like $50 billion, yeah, right? That's a big stretch. This, this is just a start. Really. Yeah, this is just a little bit. And yeah. um, so, at any rate, if this were Obama trying to build a wall, it would be hailed as the best job stimulus oh, program. Smartest idea ever. Best oh. thing we could do. I is, mean, out of his own mouth, he said he couldn't, you can't just walk across the border, and it no. would be a job stimulus program. Absolutely. Right? Roads, right. bridges, yes. walls. That's right. Build all these things. That's right. All right, if you want to join us here again, 803-0930-STAR-930. At the time, Obama really thought that his <laughs> legacy would go on forever and the Democrats would continue yeah. to win forever. And then when you know the uh, the queen of all well, Democrats well, got whacked, yeah. it was, oh, no, how do we increase the voting base? That's yeah. exactly what it is. When right? the coronation didn't yeah. happen, yeah. right? Washington, when they realized that suddenly, yeah. like, wait yeah. a minute. The now. baton didn't get handed right over right. to Hillary. Well, whoa, 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 how do we fix this, right? Yeah. And now the black community is turning on him because... Because they have the lowest unemployment rates in their community ever, right? right. So now that's ever. starting to turn. So boy, it's uh, now we got to increase the voting, you know, base, and that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, they're crazy. trying to do. They're trying to do absolutely. All right, if you want to join us again, eight zero three zero nine three zero star nine thirty outside the area again one eight hundred six one six nine two three six. Let's go to the phones. We'll go out to uh, Joe in North Tonawanda. Joe, you are live with the Financial Guys on WBEN and WFTL. Hi guys, how are you? How you doing? Uh, pretty good. The, um, I get, I get a, um, like a couple comments and some questions for you. Mm-hmm. On the wall, as I've heard it, it's uh, $6 billion is what they're looking for. Is that correct? Five. Yeah, like five or six, and that's just the start. 
Oh, well, we know there's going to be a cost overrun no matter what. So let's just say, say it's five, but it's going to end up six. And and I've heard it's going to be six miles long. And I don't know, do either of you guys live in Spalding Lake? Right? No, no. Well, you know what the houses are like there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Picture a typical million-dollar house there. You know, that wall, if you do the math real fast on a calculator, it's a billion dollars a mile, which ends up being $189,000 per foot. Okay? It's better than New York City as far as the uh, subway goes. <laughs> What's that? It's, be- it's, it's, a, it's a lot cheaper than about, the New York City subway tracks. About a 16th cheaper, yeah. Dude, compared to highway costs to build in New York City versus the rest of the world is ridiculous. But at $189,000 per foot of wall say it's 20 feet high goes ahead a 10 foot foot or even um you know for four feet of wall you could have a house in spalding lake and uh, nobody's questioning that it's either build the wall or don't build the wall why isn't anybody like the third party or the liberty well, are you but, concerned about the the, the the amount of money it's going to cost is that what your concern is yeah what, so what, so joe my comment about new york city literally they're they're spending a billion dollars per foot joe, joe, of track. You, but you bring up a good point joe and i think i think um for those of us that are fiscally conservative right um, I, I think the concern is is that we're not hearing that out of the Democrat Party. I didn't see a, a proposal a proposal come back. Although all these people, Chucky e. Schumer, Clinton, Obama, they all said you just cannot walk across our border. We have to be safe there. And the minute Trump says he wants a wall, then they're saying no, no, no. If the proposal came back and said, "Hey, look, we really agree that we need to have you know safety there. We need to have a wall." But we can do it more cost effectively. I think that would change the dynamics of the argument big time. Right? Let me ask you this though. Let me let me ask you a question, Joe. We spent a lot of money on F sixteens, right? Each F sixteen is like twenty five million dollars. Should we have less defense? Should we have less F sixteens? Well, I, we certainly should be looking at the cost. You guys are old enough to remember the six thousand dollar toilet seats at the Air Force. No, I, I don't disagree with you. We never we're looking. We're no, I don't disagree. Yeah, we, I don't. We don't disagree. We're, we're with not that, saying but, we're not saying go out and just but, spend the money. No, I would say though that you're talking about a leader who understands the cost of building material, right? Well, I, I mean, and has and has and actually cares about the taxpayer money, yes. right? He was the one who called Boeing and said, yeah. "We're not paying that much for the new Air Force One. That's right. Get the price down, right? That's right?" He's the first president that I can ever remember outside of Reagan, maybe, that actually cares about what we're actually spending. But I guess my point is, why I ask you about the F-16s, is that there are some critical things that we must spend money on, in my opinion. Building a wall and having a secure border is way more important than Obama phones, for example. It's the wall, and for anybody to say, oh, oh, we're going to come in and paint the inside of your house. Yeah, it's $90,000. Well, excuse me, my house is only hundred grand to begin with. Why is it so much? Why isn't anybody questioning the cost of this wall? You know, it's simple calculus. Well, no, but, but again, I, look I, at- think, I think if you're referring specifically to Donald Trump, I think the reason is, number one is, my understanding is the wall is going to be as far down as it is up, right? So you're talking about <clears throat> double the wall, right? So that cuts the cost in half per square foot, right? right? Uh, but the other thing is, and then just to defend Trump here for a second, everything that he's done so far that I can see has been he actually worries about the taxpayer, right. unlike the other guys that have been in office, right. including George Bush, right, who have just oh, spent yeah. money without concern for the taxpayer. So to I, defend him for a little bit, the first thing he did as he got in office was, as, as you pointed out, Glenn, was say, look, we're not paying that to Boeing. That's absolutely ridiculous. He's in the building material business. 
So, I, I, you know, you're not talking about a wall. Uh, when you talk about building a wall at a house, that's two inches thick. I mean, I'm thinking right. this is going to be a pretty thick wall. Right, right, right. I'm thinking if, it doesn't matter if it's as thick as a cinder block. Well, I, I, but do, what, I, I guess I, my, I, let me ask you this, Joe. What, I mean, forget the – what would you propose? I mean, what are, what is your thoughts? Leave it wide open? Because – Nine out of t- look at it. We have a heroin epidemic in this country. Okay, we have thousands of people dying from overdoses. Ninety percent of that is coming across our southern border. What would you propose? I would have an open bidding process where it's not the Republican Party. Well, he, well they're I, doing that, but they're, they're doing, doing a bidding that. process. D- Joe, do you know how much money we spend on illegal aliens a year in this country? Do you know how much that costs us in this country? Wait, I'm losing it, Joe. You're, for whatever reason, you're you're like Jeez, your phone. Joe, we don't, we don't want to be the ones to cut you off. So put put Joe on hold, Frank, and we'll come back to him. I, look, at I get it. it. It's amazing to me, though, and there's no secret. I think that Joe is probably a, a little bit of a leaning left, right? Uh, they they all become so fiscally conservative now when it comes to the cost of this wall. <laughs> right. I just <laughs> yeah, think yeah, yeah, it comes they to could wall, care less about the cost right. of Obama phones. They could care less about a, right. the massive amount of welfare exactly. fraud in this country. We spent over $5 billion right. last month just on food stamps. Exactly. Go get a job, right? Exactly. We have a shortage of electricians and plumbers in this country. Go get a job. All right. We got to go to a quick break here, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Financial Guys, News Radio 930, WBEN. a write-off for them. How is it a write-off? They just write it off. (laughs) Write it off what? Jerry, all these big companies, they write off everything. You don't even know what a write-off is. (laughs) Do you? No, I don't. (laughs) But they do. And they're the ones writing it off. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys again. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on News Radio 930. WBEL, and now going out to all of South Florida on uh, WFTL. If you want to join us, if you're down in uh, Palm Beach or Lauderdale or Miami or... Uh, I guess all the way up to Fort Pierce. Anybody that's in that area, you want to join the the conversation, uh, you can use the 800 number, 1-800-616-9236. Again, 1-800-616-9236. Of course, if you're local around western New York, you know the numbers, 803-0930 and star 930. On the text board, 3930, five miles, what the heck? Your buddy Joe is, is, well, I won't say it. Not my buddy, just so you make that clear. Yeah. We lost Joe over the break. My apologies. We did not cut him off. His phone just seemed to kind of die off there. I just It's interesting that all of a sudden, you know, these these Democrats <laughs> seem to be very fiscally conservative when very it comes concerned, to this law. Very concerned. It Everything add, else. It could add to the debt. It could add to the debt. <laughs> I mean, honest to gosh, yeah. it, look, we've spent so much money in this country on illegal aliens alone that are in this country, not mentioning the amount of money it costs us for incarceration. And by the way, sadly, uh, a police officer was killed this week again by another illegal alien. Yes. And it seems like... Isolated incident, though, that was. Well, yeah. isolated that day. Hey, but here's the shame know, of it is that, that does not happen if he does not cross our border. That's right. right? If he's that not here... That police officer is still here. That's you right. can't change that. Those are the facts, right? Yep. The facts are is that that illegal immigrant doesn't go across that border. He's not here he doesn't kill that police officer, right? right. Uh, by the way, if you need us throughout the week, 633-1515, 633-1515. And, of course, our, uh, our South Florida office, um, 
you know, use this as a resource. By the way, we have Denny Artachi down there. We have uh, Tony Oliva. Yep. We've got some really good folks down there that can really help uh, design a plan for you. If you're a, a transplant from Western New York, and you know, we know there's a lot of you listening, uh, number one reason we have the office down in South Florida is because we have had so many people leave for uh, to keep more of their own money, and uh, God bless you for doing that. But uh, reach out to our team up here, and uh, we'll make sure we make it happen. We'll give you the referral with Denny and uh, yep. and uh, Tony. And a couple things, I guess, about us, if you are new to the show, there's a lot of shows in the uh, in the South Florida market, you know, and I heard one this morning say, we're not a broker dealer, we're not a licensed, you know, a registered investment advisor. <laughs> we don't we're have not, any licenses. We have no license whatsoever. <laughs> we're not, we have no qualifications. Let me just run down our qualifications just for a second here, and then we'll go to Michael Caputo. Number one, we are an RIA, which means that we are, we own a couple different registered investment advisory firms, which means that we act as a fiduciary which means that we have to put your interests first, you as clients first. We are not product salesmen. So we're not out there saying, you know, sell, buy this product. We're out there saying, what is in your best interest as a client and how can we put together a financial plan and what kind of investments or products are we going to use? The product part comes last. That's, to be honest with you, that's the easy part, right? The hard part is actually putting the plan together and to, and to figure out the destination. But on top of that, we also own a broker-dealer, right? And so we are licensed uh, brokers, I guess, or financial advisors. Uh, Mike and I both have a Series 7, meaning general securities. We can sell stocks and bonds and things like that. We also have a Series 65, the investment advisory license. Uh, we have a Series 24, right. which means we that we're... We can supervise and look over other planners. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. We have a supervisor's license. Yep. Um, you know, we're both uh, 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 municipal bond principals. Right. I'm an our, options principal. I mean... Our team, by the way, is also filled with chartered financial analysts, right? That's right. Uh, we have certified financial planners. So we really have a, a true team. And then we've got certified Social Security claiming strategists, yep. certified Medicare strategists. Exactly. Uh, we've got uh, 401k specialists. So we've got a number of different people certified in a number of different areas, including certified college planning expert, Jeff Boron. So That's right. we have a team, we work as a team, use us as a resource, 633-1515 if you're local here. Yep, and down in Florida, it's uh, 561-614-2000, 561 614-2000 if you want to uh, contact us down there. And again, we are licensed professionals. We can help you and uh, and certainly put a plan together for it. We are, we are product agnostic. And I, I think that's really important. We don't, we don't work for an insurance company or we're not out there, you know, hawking product. We're not salesmen. We are planners. We are advisors and planners. And uh, we are basically product agnostic. We can go out there and use any of the tools uh, that we think are going to help to, uh, you know, our clients achieve their goals. Whether it's us or whether it's someone else, invest with somebody that has the heart of a teacher, not the heart of a salesman. And I could tell you this, and I went through this this week, if you're working with somebody and all the investments inside of your account are the same names as the investment firm, I'd start to look around and shop. Right. Uh, that probably does not mean they're doing what's in your best interest to doing what's in their, their best right. interest. Right? And we take people through a homework problem. That's it really important. It happens a lot of times with some, oh, yeah. some insurance companies out there. They just happen to have, wow, the whole the best product in the world is the one we have. Really? Right. Well, that's funny. And speaking of which, you know, when markets get choppy and people get nervous, unfortunately, these are the times where somewhat unscrupulous people prey on other people, right? They prey on your fears. It's like the snake oil salesman. Yeah. Hey, I got what's going to help fix your problem, right? <laughs> um, don't make rash decisions. And if you think that you want to go and interview some folks, 
I would recommend you interview a number of different advisors, find one, as Mike said, that's going to ask you questions, go through a homework process, and really try to determine what you're trying to accomplish. But whatever you do, don't make rash decisions. And if it seems too good to be true, please read the fine print. Because if somebody comes along and says, hey, 10% guaranteed. No, uh, no, seven is the new number. Or seven guaranteed. 7% guaranteed. Uh Well, there's some catches to that, right? Yes. Let me tell you something. The CD rates are at one. (laughs) Treasury rates. Well, soon to be two. two. (laughs) Thanks to the Fed, soon to be two. Yeah. All right. But, but they're not seven. They're not seven. Right? <laughs> All right, let's switch gears here for a second. Again, if you want to join us, 8030930 and star 930. Again, you're outside the area, 1-800-616-9236. We will go back to the phones in just a second, but I want to welcome a special guest. Uh, Mr. Michael Caputo is on the line. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Hey, guys. How you doing? How you doing, buddy? Terrific. We had uh, we had you on the TV show this morning. I want to thank you again for that. I had a, a great time asking you questions. I wish we had more time. Where we kind of left off was the two-tier justice system. But before I start asking a couple questions on that, I just want to, again, tell our listeners, so we have some new listeners down in South Florida on WFTL, uh, you were a advisor to President Trump right during the campaign. You're also a Republican strategist, right? Yes, sir. Yes. And before I forget, I want to plug your blog. I think we forgot this morning. Not your blog, your uh, your podcast. Yeah, sure. It's stillstandingradio.com, stillstandingradio.com. Uh, I'm on WBEN a lot. I'm on CNN and Fox a lot, but I do this on a regular basis. It's a free subscription, and you'll get to hear more of my diatribes if you subscribe. You've been on CNN like almost weekly, it seems, or daily. Every time I turn on CNN, I'm like, oh, there's Mike. <laughs> Awful brave, young man. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, they won't go on Fox. The liberals won't go on Fox, but the conservatives will, uh, like you, are brave enough and have the stones to go on uh, on CNN. Uh, before we go back to the to the two tiered uh, system, can we ask you a few questions about the wall? I mean, you're you're in Washington a lot. You feel the vibe. You're talking to a lot of these people. It seems to re- me right now that we're playing sort of a game of chicken. And do you think the uh, the Trump uh, campaign is is playing it the right way? Well, I'm actually in Washington now, and we, you know, I spent a lot of time talking to folks about this the last 24 hours. Um, it, it's important for people to understand. But the wall is uh, is very vital to, to the president's base. But the president's base is not the entire Republican Party. Right. There are many Republicans who are not wedded to this idea. In fact, there are a lot of Republicans, as you know, that are that are just about as open borders as your average Democrat. Yeah. The president's uh, supporters in Congress aren't the majority, so he's got a lot of. Uh, a lot of horse trading to do, a lot of negotiating to do, a lot of deal-making to do in order to make this happen. And what he has, the most powerful tool he has, is not, you know, is, is basically keeping the, the government partially shut down until these people realize that they're not going to walk away from this without enhanced border security. And Mike, as a Republican strategist, it seems to me, I, I think I saw the numbers where something like 70% of the people thought that, you know, protecting the border was a good thing. I mean, to me, this seems like a, a positive for the Republicans and Trump and not a negative. That, it is, I think. And, um, you know, the problem comes when you wrap the entire idea around a wall. You know, the, the Democrats in 2006, Hillary Clinton, the senator, Barack Obama, others, they voted for 700 miles of a wall. And yet, you know, now they've been able to define that as a, as a dividing point where they're not willing to go. Because the wall to them is a campaign promise for Donald Trump. And it wouldn't matter if Donald Trump promised a cure for cancer 
in his campaign, they would vote against that because right. dead set against Donald Trump in any way, shape, or form. Enhanced, you know, greater border security is something that Barack Obama and Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton and others have spoken out very strongly about. When Donald Trump took ownership of that issue, they abandoned border security. It's amazing because it, it, you, when you go back and you listen to their own words, yeah. which really makes the liberals' heads explode, by the way. They, they can't stand that. No. Like When you, when you all... say, look, here's Obama talking about building. Here's Chuck Schumer talking about the importance of making sure people aren't strolling across our border. In their own words, they are more yeah. conservative than most of the Republicans right now. That's right. That's right. I think this is a losing issue for the Democrats. I, I think too. I think that, uh, that, tr- that President Trump knows it. I'm not sure the rest of the Republican Party knows it. It seems as if the, you know, and I'll, and I'll pick on Chris for a little bit. You know, we've had Chris Collins, Congressman Collins on the show many, many times. We've, you know, and it seems as if, um, you know, when it comes to, you know, fiscal conservatives or, or, or just in general, they just, they don't seem to be there anymore. They just seem like they're, you know, a big government is, you know, their big government's better than the other big government. They're not very supportive of this particular president or really what I believe are conservative principles in general. Well, I, I've, I've been calling it in the last couple of week, weeks a bipartisan government fetishist. You know, when you've been inside the ballet, like I am right now, um, uh, long enough, uh, you start to think that government is the answer for everything. It's that old joke, I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. We all laugh about that. <laughs> you serve in Washington for four or five terms, you start believing it. And what the greatest fear of these bipartisan government fetishists is that the American people have a, go- a partial government shutdown for an extended period of time, and they realize they're not missing anything. Exactly. I, I, you know, I, I, that was going to be my next question, Mike, is it seems to me that the more we shut this thing down, the less people really care, right? I mean, I'm not getting that vibe that, wow, this is such a big deal, right? It was a big deal a few years ago under Obama. I felt like it was a bigger deal. Like, government's going to shut down, government's going to shut down. Because, man, no big deal. I think, by the way, that's part of the leadership and the, and the creativity of Donald Trump by saying, you know what? I don't care. He's making it not a big well, deal. Trump doesn't you're care. Gonna, you're going to take this. You're going to yeah. take. Uh, by the way, when we said this last week, Mike, we said, okay, Trump has already said, I'll take the wall. I'll take the government shutdown. Uh, we've said, you know what? The liberals need to do is take the the drug problem. That's your problem. Yeah, the they, heroin problem is your problem. Yeah, no doubt. But when it comes to the, the you know, and I'll pick on Chris Collins again, you know, they were, were were you know adamant about not shutting the government down because oh my god we got blamed for it the last yeah. time and, and I said you well won. you got blamed for it but <laughs> we won in a landslide yeah. like we we in fact that was talk about running the table right I, I don't know if you remember oh. you remember Mike but how many how I mean how many governorships you know state legislatures I mean that was like a record of a turnover in Congress was it not it was a re- it was a run of the table if you remember and yeah I think. You know, these people are inside the Beltway echo chamber. You know, I keep you know I keep saying it. These government fetishists from both parties think that that when the government partially shuts down, that that it's a cataclysm. The fact of the matter is, Donald Trump from the very very beginning was talking about cutting the uh, the, the federal staff by twenty percent. Right. Now, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, as long as we can. Uh, bring back the people who we need, who are you know more essential than others. These are non-essential government workers. If they're non-essential, I don't think they should be working for the government. Right. right. Well, right now the private sector is dying for employees. I mean, we're at a record low unemployment rate at three point something percent, and 
you know, the, the private sector needs, if you're ever going to cut employees, if you're ever going to cut the payroll at the government level, now would be the time. It was it was funny. I'll share a, a funny story with you, Mike. We were out of town for, out of, out of the country, actually, for business during oh, yeah. one of the Obama shutdowns. And there was a line that said, uh, there was a sign, a sign that yeah. said lines might be exceptionally long due to government shutdown. We, Glenn and I, have never been in and out of an airport faster. Through customs. <laughs> Through customs. Yeah, yeah. yeah never. Never thought, wow, this is great. Like, they should shut the government down. They're actually running it more efficiently. Well, they had every they had every booth open. <laughs> right. There's signs up. This is no joke, uh, Mike. There's signs up that say, you know, due to the government shutdown because of Republicans, mm. uh, you know, the lines will probably be longer. Don't blame us. Blame them. And literally, I looked, and I'm like, never Mike, moved faster. Isn't every single booth open? It like, never moved faster. I don't yeah. think that they could have had any, like, every single position was filled. That's funny. I know so, we got to take a break, Mike, but uh, we come back. I definitely wanted to, we definitely want to talk about what you guys were talking about this morning. I got to play hooky from the TV show. Um, but, um, you know, a two-tiered uh, legal system and sort of some of the stuff, that the garbage that you went through defending yourself. All right, you got a couple minutes to hang on with us, Mike? Yes, sir. Yes. All right, terrific. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a very short break, folks. If you want to join us, again, 8030930, star930. If you need us throughout the week, we do manage money for a living. Markets have been extraordinarily choppy. If you're concerned about it, if you want to do a risk assessment uh, or just want to ask a question, feel free to use us as a resource if you think like us, uh, 716-633-1515. Again, 633-1515. If you're down in South Florida, 561-614-2000. All right, very short break. You've got the financial guys. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Forget the extremists. It's simple. No one hunts with an assault rifle. No one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. You're listening to The Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Alrighty, welcome back, financial guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We're going to go back to uh, Michael Caputo in just a second here. If uh, if you need us throughout the week, folks, again the markets have been crazy. Uh, you know, down 500 points, up a thousand points. We had a record, all time record, thousand and change up day uh, this past week. I think it was Wednesday. It was crazy or volatility. Crazy, crazy volatility. volatility. Uh, gave it a little bit back on Friday, but uh, I'm sure we'll have more down days in the future. I'm sure we'll have more volatility until things can kind of settle out here. But, you know, make sure that you have a plan. Make sure you're making subtle adjustments, doing things like rebalancing. And again, if you need us throughout the week, 633-1515. Can't stress enough, by the way, if your financial planner, and this is not to pick on some planners, but it's going to, uh, I guess I'm going to pick on some. A lot of them are using technology from 20 years ago. There are some incredible toolboxes out there now that allow you as an investor, especially in your IRA accounts and your retirement accounts, where there's no tax consequences to rebalance. And that's what you got to do. You know, years ago, and I always said, when we started our firm 20 years ago, we were doing this all by hand. It would literally take us an oh, yeah. entire month to go yep. through client accounts and rebalance. And now it's there's a system of checks and balances. We have <laughs> traders, whether it's Mike K., uh, Zimmer or or yeah. uh, you know John Thur or or Dan Neiman or but you know this the, obviously the technology checks it but we can rebalance quicker faster yeah. you got to take advantage of that if your planner is just buying stuff and sitting there and forgetting about it you know it is the technology is too easy to use today to yeah. embrace to be able to do that so I would really encourage you to do that if you want to interview our team again six three three fifteen fifteen go to our website thefinancialguys.com and if you have specific financial questions uh, we we can try to do our best to at least point you 
in the right direction. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at FinGuys. And if you want to annoy some of your liberal left-wing friends, um, you know, Facebook, Twitter. Lots of great material. Lots of great material. Lots of good stuff. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's welcome, uh, we'll get Michael Caputo back on the line here and wrap up our interview with Mike. Michael, again, is a, if you don't know uh, Mr. Caputo, he was a a, a, a consultant to the uh, Trump campaign. He's also currently a Republican strategist and right now is actually in D.C., I believe, right? Yes, sir. Not by choice, but I'm here. (laughs) So anyway, thank you for joining us. Wanted to follow up on our conversation um, from this morning's TV show, which was the double standard that really is our, our our justice system. And you know what concerns me is you know just like Mike said with safety, when people start to lose faith in some of our our institutions, of, you know, and, and some of the principles that this country has been founded on, one of which is equal justice for all. Right? Um, we certainly don't have that. There was a great editorial this week. Uh, out of Investors Business Daily, uh, one of my favorite uh, publications. And it just says, as investigations of misconduct mount, can Hillary Clinton avoid jail? What do you think? I, I think, you know, we, we spoke about that this morning on the show. Love being on the show, so, by the way. It was, what a great a great show. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. That's good to know because we'll, we'll hit That's you right. up for more. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Saturday off for Mike and Glenn. <laughs> you, can, you can host it too, right, Mike? <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, uh, I've... I've been in this, you know, uh, bogus Russia investigation jackson now for two years, and and it's it's really done a real number on my family. Without going into detail on that, what I have learned is that there is a two-tiered justice system. I never believed this before. Um, I, I had heard this from you know, public defenders who worked uh, for uh, you know inner-city uh, you know uh, 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 defendants. Uh, I really believed what they were telling me all along. There is it's a two-tiered justice. It's the justice system for Hillary Clinton, for the establishment. That goes for Republicans and Democrats, for, you know, the Bushes. And then there's, you know, the justice system that is designed for us. And that those are the laws. You know, every single law applies to us. It's really justice versus just us. And mm-hmm. the us system is overlooking Hillary Clinton's crimes, overlooking, for example, you know, we heard about uh, uh, General Flynn having a conversation with Ambassador Kislyak on the telephone, uh, the Ru- former Russian ambassador, about sanctions. How do we know about that? Because somebody leaked the, the wiretap of that conversation. Somebody from, the, the, from Barack Obama's national security team. That's the only way that the Washington Post, David Ignatius, got that. It's very mm-hmm. easy to figure out who was the leaker on that. We will never know, because that is... That system is just us. That's it's, federal crime. That's 10 years in jail. It's a senior member of the Obama White House, and we'll never find out. Mike, it's amazing to me to see what you went through on some bogus charges of Russia collusion, which they can never prove, and they continue to blah, 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 right? But you look at the Clintons and their pay-to-play uranium deal, right? I mean, the use of like home brewed emails that, you know, the Chinese and Russia, by the way, had access to, it looks like, which really could have caused some huge national security concerns. Well, may have. And, and may we have. We don't even know. And may still, right? right I mean, exactly. So, not 2016 campaign finance. What was that, like $84 million? That's they right. talked about going from one fund to the other. I look at what you went through, and I think, I mean, she's gone through with, to me, it looks like one thirtieth of what you went through. And I, as far as I know, you weren't involved in a pay-to-play uranium deal or moving 84 million dollars no i wasn't in fact i'm just an, uh, a witness in this 
bogus investigation. I was a witness at the House and the Senate in front of Mueller. Um, I had nothing to share with them, but, you know, they still wanted to spend my time. That's all legal costs. But now that the Democrats have taken over the House, uh, you're going to see some more uh, 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 running at me and people like me, people who were close to the president. Because as we discussed earlier on the TV show, this is about destroying the president, destroying his family, destroying his businesses, and destroying his friends who helped elect him president. That's the jackpot I'm in. Because in 15 years, when another billionaire rolls over in bed and turns to his wife and says, Honey, our country's broke and only I can fix it. His wife's got to say, Are you kidding me? That's right. See what they did to the Trumps? You will never do that. They're, they just want to make sure that there's no independent person ever runs for uh, president again because they have to control things. And that means Democrats and Republicans. When people tell me, Oh, come on. Robert Mueller's a Republican. He's doing. It, oh, please! It, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Let's let's focus on one thing and one thing only: the President of the United States, Barack Obama, weaponized his national security and law enforcement divisions to spy upon the Republican president, uh, Republican candidate for President of the United States. That's the biggest scandal in American history. And it will never be prosecuted. Yeah, it never goes anywhere. This I hope you're wrong. It never goes anywhere. I it hope. I, ho- anywhere. I really hope you're wrong because honestly, you know, even at a, a lower level, I mean, forget Hillary for a second. You know, they they took a Dinesh D'Souza who made one over contribution and they put him in jail for two years. Right. right? Rosie O'Donnell did it five times under fake names with different addresses, and yeah. they don't even touch her. Right. Right. right? right. I mean, that's like. Right. We, we, we can't, gotta, we, that we, can't be in this Clintons country. have a pay-to-play uranium deal. I mean, it's a big deal, right? Uh, uh, emails that that could really national right. security issues they go nowhere, which are all coming out nowhere. by the way, thanks to Judicial Watch and, uh, and Tom Fitton and the work he's done. I mean, he's he's uncovered so much information that really is the smoking guns. Yeah. They're the smoking emails that say. I mean, it's so obvious. He uncovered eighteen more classified emails that ended up on uh, disgraced, you know, sex offender Anthony Democrat Anthony Weiner's uh, uh, laptop. That alone is enough to put her in jail. Yeah. Just that one thing. Forget all the other stuff. So, uh, we got about uh, a minute left here. Any last comments, uh, Mike? Well, here, here's the thing: when I talk about justice versus just us, uh, when I say ju- the justice system that applies to you and me and to just about every single person who's listening today, um, it's, a, it's a sound justice system. It's, it's worth defending. It's worth enforcing. But it's only worth defending and enforcing if it's equal justice under the law. And Hillary Clinton will never spend a day in jail. Yet a young Navy corpsman on a submarine took a picture of himself in the, uh, down below on the submarine to send to his mom, and he went to jail for that. That's crazy. Just yep. for a year and more. It's justice. Well, he would still be there if Trump hadn't pardoned him and let yeah. him out. So, anyway, Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, really we'll appreciate you to, it. Uh, hopefully, you can fill in when you're not in Washington. So, God bless. Keep up the fight. Good luck. I'm headed home now as fast as I can go. All, All right, right buddy. And the podcast again, real quick, is uh, still standing. Standingradio.com because no matter what they throw at me, I'm still standing. All right. Good for you, Michael. I appreciate it. Michael Caputo, have a great weekend. Have a happy new year. All right, folks, we'll take a very short break. We have a whole other hour to go. Those of you listening down in the South Florida market on WFTL, uh, if you want to continue to listen, we have a whole other hour of live radio. You can tune into the Radio.com app 
Look up WBEN and you'll find us there for the next hour. Again, the radio.com app. If you need us throughout the week, or the website, thefinancialguys.com. Need us throughout the week, 6331515. We'll be right back. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. Hey, David, did you buy that electric car yet? It's the Financial Guys radio program. You know, when I see a car like this, first thing I do is I say, would you look at that? It's Glenn Wiggle. What magic wand do you have? And Mike Lomas. (laughs) To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free, 1-800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Oh, would you look at that. (laughs) Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Hour number two of the Financial Guys radio show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Again, open phone lines. We'll go to the phones in just a second here. If you want to join us, 8030930. Star 930 is a free call and a sound again, 1 800 616 9236. Another jam packed hour for you here. Got a lot to talk about. We will um, take your calls and questions and uh, get to the phones in a second. But just a couple of things uh, before we do, I wanted to kind of uh, just kind of talk about, I guess, in the monologue here. Uh, a couple of things. Number one, as of this week, I guess, right? When's, when's the first? What, Tuesday? Yeah. Wednesday? Um, Tuesday. Minimum wage hike in New York. Sweet. Hey! Yes! All yes. right! For all those of you that are yes. looking forward to the uh, wage hike, I would show up to work a little bit earlier and stay a little bit later because you ultimately be what happens is yeah. is they cut the well, amount of workers they have. Look around. One out of every four of your buddies will be laid off over the next three That's months. Right. So, yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so We will be replacing you with technology, and uh, you have uh, sped up the process. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so downstate and Manhattan, up. large businesses will see a minimum wage rise to $15 an hour. Here in uh, Western New York, uh, minimum wage will increase to eleven ten, or a seventy nice. cent increase from last year. Minimum wage will continue to increase in Western New York until it reaches fifteen, or they just turn the lights out and everybody's oh, gone. Well, did you right? hear that? Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, that was oh, a moving truck. Another job leaving. Yeah, oh, yeah. that yeah. was a moving truck. No, another job gone. Poland cars is running down after. Yeah, <laughs> Poland cars. Stop! Wait, wait, wait! But we would talk to you. <laughs> we would have given you a tax break. But I want to talk to you. I would have, I would have considered a tax break. I mean, honest to gosh. Um, yeah. uh, anyway, it's just it's amazing that uh, you know every major study that's legitimate, or not even study. Just look at the areas. Look yeah. at Seattle. Right. Seattle raised minimum wage. What happened is. The people got hurt. They lost so many jobs that the net impact was negative, right? Of course. San Francisco, net impact, negative, right? It's always negative because, you know what, if you have a good worker, they're going to go up through the ranks, right? I mean, I I look at Sue, who's basically the the coordinator of our office, right? She basically started answering the phones at the front desk. Minimum wage. Yeah, minimum wage, maybe slightly over that. 
and she did a great job and we sent her back and she to her credit she worked hard got licenses yep. went back to school got more licenses got more licenses more training and yep. you know now we depend on her for everything that's right but <laughs> but you know but hey look if, if minimum wage is 11 12 dollars an hour might, might never have given her the opportunity that's right yep. she doesn't get that chance you yep. know minimum wage is meant for people that are part-time workers or just getting started it's a stepping stone to bigger and better things it is not meant to be a living wage the folks that always say they're so disingenuous, these liberals that come out and say, well, it should be a living wage. You can't live on. The reason that people are poor is because they don't work enough hours. So right. it's not because they're only making $10 or $12. The, the, the vast majority of people that are below the poverty line are below the poverty line because they work like either zero or they work 10 to 15 hours a week. Yep. Here's a couple other tips. Don't have kids without being married. And right. I don't know, it sounds harsh, no. but it's another huge factor that drives poverty yep. is single parent households yep. because it's very hard. Or, or be in a position to be financially stable yes. as you consider that, right? You That's build right. the foundation of your family, right? Exactly. So there yep. are a couple key things that, that cause people to be poor. And uh, lack of the number of hours that you're working yep. is the largest contributor. And unfortunately, when you raise minimum wage and some of those jobs go away, those hours go away with it, you, 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 you cut off that lower rung of the socioeconomic ladder. So hats off to you in New York State for being completely economically illiterate and sticking down and, that path. And, and right now, by the way, that you know, it's by the way, it's not easy to build big businesses either. It's not easy to do that, right? right? But I'll tell you what, it's not easy to build small it's, businesses. It's not easy to be poor right now. I mean, there is a shortage, and I continue to say this, of CDL truck drivers. Oh yeah. There's a, a shortage of electricians. There's a shortage of plumbers. Right. There's a shortage of workers in this country. Right. So if you are poor, it is because you are not looking. It's not because there's not jobs out there. It is because you are not yeah. looking. Your work ethic stinks. Yeah, you're not trying. Yeah. Just, you know, uh, a couple of things on the text board. If you want to text us, by the way, 30930. That's 3930. Uh, let's see. Hey, fellas, I'm enjoying the show. Can you please discuss the idiotic new law prohibiting tobacco sales at pharmacies in Erie County? Nothing surprises me with Erie County. You know, you're right. They, they, they ban tobacco sales, but not, not alcohol. Uh, they're certainly selling opioids, right? That's, that's where you get them is <laughs> right, the pharmacy, right. right? Good news, though. There's a sovereign nation you can still buy that's cigarettes right. at. I don't smoke, but <laughs> I don't, now, now guess, I don't who, either anymore, now guess but... who's getting all the money. <laughs> but now, they're, now it's – so it was we don't want you to smoke, so now we should go to these uh, vape things, right? Yes. So now everybody's vaping. Well, yes. now New York is saying, well, nope. no more flavored vapes. Right. So no more of that. Right. No more flavored cigars. No more this, but, no more that. But you know. we, we are going to give you heroin, by the That's way. That's right. On the, you know, I think it's at the west side. Is that a clinic there that you can go in and get yeah, the, the, uh, the methadone clinic or whatever? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, just yeah. pop in and no yeah. problem. No vaping, no tobacco. No, but, but here's, a, here's, some, here's some opioids that are going to lead to a, a lifelong heroin <laughs> addiction and probably to an early grave, sadly. <laughs> right. you know? And by the way, you know that again, not to, not to go back and, and, and rehash old news in the last hour, but this wall really is about safety. We have an opioid epidemic in this country. Yes. And, and sadly, most of us now know somebody, I do, uh, I know yes. a couple folks actually that have passed away uh, because of a, a, an opioid addiction. We, we, knew, we know too many due to having the too clientele many. that we have. And, yeah, and, sad. Know, and, and I'm not talking about, this is all walks of life, yeah. right? This is affecting no. everybody. Yeah. Uh, white collar professionals, yep. blue collar, uh, poor. Yep. I mean, this is... You name the town. You name it. This yep. is a widespread... Guess what? 90 percent of that is coming from the southern border 90. what i would love not 90 90 90 not nine not nine not, not, not 19 
90 percent yeah, right so we can send a man to the moon i can facetime you in korea today right right you well not north tell- korea south korea, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, south korea you but you mean to tell me that we can't protect the border better yeah. right i mean and i'm so sick we don't have the money can you bring we have the money no we've, we've got, got the money, obama please. phones right five five billion dollars we spent last month on food stamps the money's there right we're studying shrimp on a treadmill the money is there protect the border you can't tell me we can't do it. I know we're not going to stop at Easily. all. It's a big money game. I understand it. But it needs to be a number one priority, a top three priority yep. in this country. Between people getting shot like that, that but sadly, that police officer this past yeah. week uh, that was gunned yeah. down by an illegal yeah. alien yeah, the attorney, or somebody overdosing, it yeah. doesn't matter. The doctors, the lawyers are not the ones sneaking over the border. No, the right? engineers, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. no, no. But yeah, the, gang members. Yeah, all not, that now, goes Are there away. some good people in there? Absolutely. Guess what? We are going to do very little in saving their countries. We cannot, geographically, we cannot fit everybody into this country. We can't. We can't be the dumping ground for the world. And if we were, we couldn't fit anybody anyways. We could fit a very, very, very small sliver of the world's problems in our country, right? They have to fix their own problems. But we have to make sure that we have a secure border to protect our country from some of these drugs coming in because it is affecting high school kids. I mean, there was, what, an ambulance driver a couple years ago with Lancaster? I mean, talk about the economics of that. It destroys an entire family sometimes. I mean, I can't imagine losing my son or my daughter. Oh, my gosh, right? So sad. It's just terrible. Yeah. So, but anyway. that's by the way, that's on you, Democrats. That's Absolutely. On you. Yeah. Well, is, here's what I'd love to you. see. That is on your back. Okay. That's Trump, on your back. Trump is good at theatrics, right? Yep. He's very good at at at, uh, at at framing things, and you know, having that that press conference with where where, where you know Schumer's just looking at his shoes like ah, oh. it was fantastic. What I would love to see him do. Now he did this early on in his presidency, and I wish he would do more of this. He came out early on in his presidency. He had a he had a, a big a big chart. Yes. A big sign. I don't know why more people don't do that in debates. I love. That. Yeah, I do too. He goes, here's yeah. here's what it would cost right now in this country to build one road. Yeah. And he went through all the different agencies, the red <laughs> right, tape, the right. cost. I would love to see him bring on a flip chart of full-size pictures of these these families yes. and these people that have been killed. Yeah. Here's the 15-year-old that was hacked to death yeah. by an MS-13 member. Here's a police officer that was shot to death. Here's the police officer or the, or the, or the young gentleman that was hit by a drunk driver that right. shouldn't have been here. Right. All these people could be alive today That's right. had we had a secure border and we protected the, you know, our, our country from illegal immigration. Right. He, he did it, by if the he way. If he does that, he did something Democrats during, will cave in a millisecond. He, he did it during the debates when he brought out the victims of Bill Clinton. Yes, yes. That was genius as well, well but right? he, he did You're that. You're going to throw it at me? Hey, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to bring out the real victims. He did a yeah. whole press conference like that, yeah. though. Remember that? Where yes. he, where he did have victims yes. of illegal aliens yeah. and things like that. Yep. And, uh, yep. and then he didn't do but it But I agree again. with you. The, the flip, I want to see it happen The flip charts are key and the statistics are key, right? More and more people need to see that one of every four of these people end up in federal prison. More of them need to yeah. see what's that the number of folks that end up on permanent welfare in this country, right? They're not coming over here to work. They're coming over here for the free handout. So some of them are coming over here to work. But the reality is, is we have 40 million people of our own people on food stamps right now. They need jobs first. America first. Well, we have veterans that are on the streets that are are suffering. VA hospitals where they can't get the medicine they need. Or they can't even park in the hospital, right? I I heard a story from a family who uh, a veteran had PTSD, could not 
find a parking spot and missed his appointment oh. driving around the VA. Craziest. Yeah. Yeah. Don't All have right. the money for that, but yeah, we've got the money for illegal aliens. Yeah, no doubt. All right, 803-930-STAR-930. Uh, why don't we take a very short break, and I promise you I will come right back with your calls and questions. Uh, Steve, Dave, Kurt, and Buffalo. If you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. We are going to talk a little bit about finance in the last half hour of the show, uh, but always an open mic session. Feel free to call us here or call us at the office, 633-1515, If you're turning 65, we have a team of independent certified Medicare reps. Don't drive all around town. Use one of our independent Medicare reps as a resource. Uh, we have access to all, all the different insurance companies. They can sit down with you. does not cost you a penny. Whether you do all the homework yourself or you decide to use one of our independent reps, I would encourage you to use them. 633-1515 for a complimentary consultation. And given the recent market volatility, we have opened up a second session for our economic update with TFG Academy. Yes. So we have a noon session that's already been on the calendar for uh, Wednesday, January 9th. I, I do believe there are some open slots for that. Uh, we're opening up a 6 o'clock session. Uh, this is open to our clients, but it's also open to the public. John Thur, one of our CFAs, will be kind of giving an overall economic update on what he sees in the market for 2019. Uh, if you're concerned about the volatility or you just want to learn about what to expect going forward in the in the new year, uh, this is a must-catch session. Call our office, 633-1515, to sign up for that. Again, that's January 9th. We have a noon session and a 6 o'clock session, uh, 633-1515, or you can go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. Click on TFG Academy and you can register right online as well. All right, very short break. You've got the Financial Guys. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome back. Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. If you want to join us here, 8030930. Star 930 gets a free call on the sound if you're outside the area. one 800 Let's go right to the phones. As promised, we'll go to Steve and Amherst. Steve, you are live on News Radio 930 WBEN. How are you? Good. Listen, very quickly, the cost of medical insurance for illegal invaders is now north of $25 billion a year. So, Chuck and Nancy, this message is for you. You better find the money and build the wall. To the people at the Fed who want to keep raising interest rates, do it. Raise it up another 3 4% so we can go to Washington, drag you out from behind your desk, and arrest you for treason. And to all the mass future mass shooters in America, don't worry. The doctors in the federal government will give you more psychotropics so you can act more easy and murder more people. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a whole show I want to do someday, yes. Steve. Is to really talk about you know the mental illness aspect of these shooters and the drugs that are being prescribed by these psychologists that they don't ever want to talk about. Right, the media never gets into that. But when you start to to, to look at whether it be the Colorado movie theater guy or, or any of any of them, yeah. uh, or or the warning signs that led up to well, that. Prior to it, or the, or the, or the, ignored. Or the direct calls of the FBI saying, hey, at this house, yeah. this kid named this yeah. is, is, is threatening to shoot up a school, and they but, don't do anything about by it. By the way, just to comment on that, great call, by the way. I yeah, appreciate thank you very it. Much. Don't be a stranger to the call. Um, you know, the Fed increasing interest rates. At some point, uh, you know, Trump will end up firing the head of the Fed and moving on. He so, should. Yeah. Well, and I think it was uh, uh, Jim Cramer also said, he goes, I don't trust uh, Jay Powell. And I don't trust him either, to be honest with you. I don't know why Trump, uh, President Trump picked this guy. To be honest with you, 
I would have left Janet, uh, Janet Yellen in place. Yeah, she I, seemed to be doing a pretty good job. I thought she was doing great. And, I, I think that for she, the most part, she wasn't really well. She liked the spotlight. She, that's which was right. good. That's, that's right. what you want. That's right? right. You want the Fed to just make policy, and that's, right. and that's it. That's like right. read your read your beige book, do yep. your press conference. Right. But when you get a Fed chief like an Alan Greenspan. Or even like a Bernanke that loves himself like a Chuck Schumer does yes. and loves the camera like a Chuck Schumer does. That's a problem because the markets key in on that, yes. right? And that's exactly what's happening here is right. the markets are – they're moving the markets. That's not what they're supposed to do. No, but and, the, the fact is the, the Fed is the, – the real the reality is is we don't need to increase interest no, rates. There are, there are no signs of inflation right now. Inflation seems to be holding steady. Let the let the interest rates. You've had a few rate increases. Let them absorb into the economy. Right. We start to the, get to the point where we we see signs of inflation. Okay, then start to slow it down. But we don't have that yet. So let these interest rates slowly take hold. People's purchasing habits need right. to to be slowly groomed over time. Yeah. You don't go, put the fire. You out. go from a mortgage rate of three and a half percent to seven percent. It is going to change purchasing habits. You go from three and a half to three seven five. Let it absorb in a little bit. You go to four. Let it absorb in a little bit, uh, and and they're just not doing that. So, and and I'll tell you what, it's a different world today than it was thirty to thirty five years ago. Specifically, the stock market. I mean, thirty five years ago, the number one asset to most people was their house. Specifically in Western New York, that is no longer the case because our housing market didn't go up, right? <laughs> it's our it's it's our it's our four hundred one k balances, right? right? And the shift has gone from pension plans to four hundred one k's. You need to save on your own now. That's what the government has said. Look at we didn't do it right. Surprise, surprise. We were going to do all these pension plans, but now they're broke, right? So we're going to shift that to you. And the number one asset in households now is the 401k plan. And the stock market does matter. The Fed does, you know, even though they, they need to step back and not talk about it, you need to look at it. The stock market is a leading indicator. And what it told everybody this week is we don't like what the Fed's doing. That's right. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. We had a great text come in. If you want to text us, 3930, but spot on. He said, uh, this is Bruce, your Uber uh, client. Uh, great guy. Uh, I had a couple from Russia today. They came here the right way. And they ranted for 20 minutes on why we need a wall. You know, when, when you talk to most, right. I, I would say when you talk to, I, I, well, let me say this. Every single uh, legal immigrant that I have talked to and that I know, mm-hmm. even ones that are not citizens, I, I know folks that are uh, that have only their green card, right? Yes. Uh, uh, some are from Sweden, some are from Finland, uh, some are from Mexico, um, you know, and, and all of them are the, had the same mentality that I went through the process of getting here legally and I don't I want a wall built too. Yeah. Like well, I, I'm I'm in line. I'm waiting in my, my there's, turn. There's a reason why I left there. Yeah. Well <laughs> and they're jumping ahead. Want, and I don't want this place to turn into that place. Right? Well what they want, a lot of these folks that don't have their citizenship yet, they want their opportunity. Yep. They don't want people cutting in front of them. No, right. I mean as as we're all focusing on, you know, this wall or not the wall or illegal immigrants and opioids yeah. and all this stuff, what we're not doing is actually fixing our yeah. legal immigration system so it doesn't take five years and, and fifty thousand dollars well, to become a citizen. And the Democrats, and don't think for a second they don't know this, right? They're rushing this, right? There's more and more people rushing to get over here before that wall is built. So the longer right. the Democrats can procrastinate, the more, the more votes they have. Exactly. That's it. All right, back to the phones. We'll go to David in Buffalo. David, you are live with the Financial Guys. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? Terrific. Let me, let me just say one thing to, uh, to Steve. Uh, $25 billion, great call per year, okay? Uh, yep. The guy... Two hours ago, or an hour and a half ago, Joe—not even close. Say uh, something like that. <laughs> Anyways, 
Yeah, no, Joe wasn't even close. I mean, just to, just a comment on that real quick, uh, David. And I didn't really have a chance to circle back on him because we moved on to other things. But Joe's numbers were not even in the ballpark. I mean, not even close to actual reality. So forget everything that Joe said. Somehow he's been really misinformed. I guess he's probably been taking the Democrat talking points on what the cost is, but that's not those those were not the cost at all. So anyway, but go ahead. Let, let me uh, let me throw in something else here. Uh, remember uh, a few years ago, about five six years ago, Obama did the shovel ready eight hundred and fifty billion dollars. That's right. And it went nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. That's right. That's right. Well, we're still looking for projects. I, I'm I'm holding out hope that we're going to find those projects at some point that were completed. Well, he came back and he laughed about it. Uh, yeah. I guess the uh, shovel ready projects weren't as uh, shovel ready as uh, as we thought. Uh, <laughs> that is a that is a humdinger there. I mean, that is funny. Wow. Let me just ask you guys one question. I asked you this last week, and you guys couldn't answer this for me. Um, why weren't Why won't the Republicans use the nuclear option? At this, they only have a few days left. Because the the Republican Party is extremely weak. Yeah, and and they are the Democrat lights. But Jesus, um, it's very very aggravating. We have been saying that for years now, right? They only become fiscally conservative when they run for office. That is it. When they're running for office wanna... and they knock on your door and yeah. say, "I would like your money. I'm going to stop Obamacare." I'm going to control our expenses and get our arms around the budget. I'm fiscally conservative. And then you know what? They get into office and they spend money like drunken sailors, just like the Democrats. It's Democrat light right now. This is... Uh, this it's sad. I, I just don't understand why why Trump doesn't force Pence to go in and do the tiebreaker. I, I don't know. I don't know that they have the Republican votes. I think that might be the issue. I think Mike is right. I don't know that they have a 50 vote uh, to get it done. 50. Well, they have 50 Republicans. I just don't know that all of those 50 Republicans are willing to actually vote for the for the funding of the wall. Yeah, that's the problem. Okay. Uh, I, right. I'm assuming if they would, he would push that through, right? I would say. Done. Yeah, yeah. I would think. Okay. So anyway, hey, great call. I mean, it's, look, it's a campaign promise Appreciate that it. he's probably going to lose if he doesn't start to build the wall. Right? Oh, if he doesn't get so this wall for, done, he's a Trump, one-term it's, president it's, for sure. It's you know a necessity. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for the call, David. Great call. We really appreciate it. All right, folks, we're going to take a very short break and hop across Hall for the News. If you need us throughout the week, again, use us as a resource. The markets have been crazy, down 500, up 1,000. I mean, good gosh. Um, but again, use us as a resource. 633-1515. It's a complimentary consultation. You can pop by our office and sit down with one of our investment professionals. Again, 633-1515. All right, very short break. We are going to come back with your calls and questions at 803-0930-930. Got the Financial Guys, News Radio 930, WBEN. Hey, welcome back. We got the financial guys last uh, 32 minutes. No, I'm sorry, uh, 28 minutes here on News Radio 930 WBEN. I am going to go back to the phones in a second. I do have to find this tweet, though, because there was just a – oh, here it is. Absolutely classic, right? So uh, last week we uh, we read a tweet from Alyssa Milano. She was uh, <laughs> formerly the actress on uh, Who's the Boss so yes. many years ago. And, and from that one thing, so suddenly is like a you know, social justice warrior. She's a real prize. Yes. She re- seems re- like a nice girl, but redistributing really... her own money, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the brightest. Not the. So last week she was our our stupid liberal of the week. 
I got to tell you, she's got it two weeks in a row. <laughs> she's got it two weeks in a row. You so did it. You did it. Yes. Here's what she comes out with. She comes out with uh, Trump becomes the first president since 2002 not to visit troops at Christmas time. Now, mm. she sent that tweet out at 207. At about the same time, at about 2 o'clock. His plan was landing. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> no. His plan had landed about three yeah. hours earlier. His oh. plane had landed about three yeah. hours earlier. And uh, the, the international uh, uh, news, the UK out of the U.K., reported that he was uh, actually in uh, in the you know the war zone anybody, in Iraq. Anybody call her out on that? Like, uh, oh, no. yo, yes, oh, absolutely. So okay. she actually just posted that other thing, but never apologized for being a complete not. and total... No. You know, liberal yeah. as usual, but yeah, uh, because well, once again, let like, me tell you something. Uh, by the way, there was a report this week that he's got the highest support uh, ever uh, from from uh, veterans ever yeah. from any other president in U.S. history. He has the highest support right now of any veterans. So then, of, CN- or of the veterans. So then CNN the comes veterans. out, right? So then CNN comes out, and they're they're they do a whole thing about well, I think it's illegal. For 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 you know these airmen to to bring these campaign hats and these are clearly and they're all pontificating oh, about right. and then the air force comes out and goes no, no. actually not illegal <laughs> you think no. that's but so, talk about a new low for uh, CNN that's right talk about our, a new low our, for the mainstream media our troop, you know what to me at Christmas time our troops are away from their families and you're gonna knock them for bringing a, a MAGA hat for the uh, president to I, sign what that? that's the, a new low out of all the quote I guess groups right in our country. To me, if I'm the president, I value our troops, their opinion the most, right? Absolutely. They're the ones putting the, their lives on the line day in and day out for my safety. So stupid people like her can say what they want to say. Uh, you know what? They, they got his back. In records, they got his back. And, uh, and he, you know, he's going to win it again. He's going to win that, that veteran support. So shame on her. Absolutely, but shame on the mainstream media for 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 you know basically trying to call out the the our, our military. I mean, they're overseas in Def- Iraq, defending your freedom in Afghanistan. Yep. In this case, he yep. was in Iraq, so, and he was, so, but they're so, at Christmas time yep. away from their families. And you would think that CNN would have just a smidgen, just a smidgen of some sort of respect or decency, but no. Mm-hmm. But no, that was not the case, of course, because uh, what's his name there? Uh, the, who's the clown that they... Uh, the, the, the good news is is um, Don... Uh, uh, no, nah, who's the clown that always asks the questions that... Uh, oh, my gosh, why can't I think of his name? Well, the good, well, well, the good news is, is the seven people that tune into their show every week are That's the ones right. that... Uh, that get to hear this information. There's more people listening to the second hour of this radio show right now than will watch yeah. CNN Monday through Friday yeah. across the country. Amazing. Yeah. I forgot to ask uh, uh, Michael Caputo about this, but I wanted to. Maybe next time we have Milo talked about it. Uh, this was another thing that came out. Cell Signal puts Cohen outside of Prague around the pur- uh, purported uh, Russian meeting. Now, Cohen has denied it, but I guess my question very simply is, couldn't they just look at his passport? Yeah. Because <laughs> right. you know, Prague isn't in like you know Illinois. That's right, right. I mean, <laughs> right. I don't understand why they're pinging cell phones and things like that, yeah. which, by the way, are easily cloned and falsified. But right. would well, there be some record of him on a plane, maybe or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, right. I mean, wouldn't they just check his passport and just ask him for his yeah, passport? You I mean, would think. And wouldn't it be stamped like I don't know, uh, you know, Czechoslovakia or whatever? I mean, <laughs> you would uh, think. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So anyway, yeah. uh, we just got a text in. By the way, thirty nine thirty. If you want to text us, I want to hear the phone call asking for you guys to be fired from your own company. Uh, we may we're working. It's on coming. That. It's yes. coming. So yes. stay tuned for that. We'll get to that. In just a no, second. no. They didn't want to. They didn't want us fired from our own company. They wanted us fired from the TV show. So right. I th- he wasn't bright enough to look at uh, the the phone number for the TV station. 
uh, we'll forward it on to him. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't want them to not uh, to all of a sudden, you know, wake up one morning and find out we're conservative. <laughs> yeah. They should know that, huh? <laughs> we better, we better Uh-oh. let, we better Uh-oh. let WKBW know our yeah. thoughts. Yeah, Uh-oh. a joke, but right. but so he thought he was calling the station. He was calling our office. What a and classic! Was, and uh, AJ, of course, uh, head of our millennial department, was in this morning, and uh, yep, and he got the message. Sent it over. Message, so. uh, speaking to AJ, let's go to AJ right now. Actually, AJ is on the uh, hotline and calling to uh, promote another event. AJ is one of our, uh, I guess our, I'll, I'll call him our younger folks in the office. However, he's got a lot of experience for his age, you know, including time on Wall Street uh, with some pretty big-name firms. So, AJ, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Hey, guys. How are you? Absolutely terrific. Uh, you, you've got another event coming up. You've been doing some networking things and uh, you know, talking to some millennials and folks that are your age about getting investment planning going, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, retirement is just as important as you know for us as it is anyone else. But the networking event is actually January 16th. That's the next one. Uh, we call it the Hobnob. And really, it's just a bunch of people that come together, share ideas, and, you know, build your network out. We're trying to help, you know, build a bigger cause. If you want to have a new venture, new business, new anything, and you just want to learn from different minds in different industries in the Buffalo area, uh, we host a networking event for everyone to just come and meet. And if you want to, you know, of course ask a lot of wealth management uh, wealth management related questions or investing questions I'm there too now, January you know, 16th you've got a lot of young professionals that showed up last time right oh yeah yep uh, I mean I call it like a board of directors meeting we have you know lawyers we have real estate agents we have uh, insurance guys we have um, you know the maintenance guys HVAC guys we've got construction workers uh, we got we got it all yeah you, you know literally if you walked in and said I want to start a business and you don't know where to start. You literally have someone's going to sell you the building, you know, make it all legal, have your maintenance guy there, have your, you know, me, the retirement planning guy there for you, you know, to help you kind of put everything into perspective. So, I mean, you know, that was, it's a great opportunity. I mean, if you're a young professional out there, you know, when Mike and I were young, we're not young anymore, sadly, it <laughs> uh, seems like yesterday, though, to be honest with you, we're coming up our 20-year anniversary seems, in about three like weeks is on the radio. Seems amazing. like yesterday, but it, it wasn't. Does, but it wasn't. It wasn't. We had a lot of gray hair now, three kids later. Yeah, um, but we, we did a lot of that stuff, and it was really helpful. I mean, we've got a lot of great clients today, a lot of great contacts today, uh, including attorneys, including accountants, that all came from the different networking groups that we were involved in. We also got involved in things like the Government Affairs Committee, uh, at the Buffalo Naga Partnership before they went, you know, in the tank, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Um, but uh, but we were very active in, in a lot of those different things. And as a result, um, we met a lot of great folks that are still in our network now 20 years later that we work with, whether yeah. they're auto salesmen, like you said, or, yeah. or, or tax uh, advisors, tax advisors or legal lawyers, and so on. So AJ, great what's, opportunity. What's the number of people are interested in getting in touch with you, and uh, can they follow you online? You know, you youngsters are into like 75 different social media things. So. Yeah, they can follow social media. It's Wit Wealth MGMT, or they can call six three three one five one five. Just get in touch with me. Call about it. It's January sixteenth from six to eight. We're going to probably have it Thin Man Brewery one more time, uh, and then also you know. Wait a minute, Thin Man Brewery. But now, just because we're older, do we? Yeah, we whoa, out? whoa, whoa! Hang on a minute. Now. <laughs> I thought this was in like our office conference room. <laughs> Where's my invite? I thought it was milk and cookies, Thin Man Brewery. <laughs> I'll dress up like a yeah, young I don't guy. remember. I'll wear, I'll wear some uh, skinny jeans or I something. I recall our networking <laughs> events were like 8 o'clock in the morning over coffee and donuts, right? Yeah, well, who's, the millennials are smarter than I you. I guess so. Yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> I'll wear some skinny jeans and some... Uh, <laughs> 
some some hot sun. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody, nobody, nobody wants to see that. I'll dye my gray hair black. All right, so six three three fifteen fifteen AJ Wachowski, right? Reach out to you, and you can get him on the list. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, thanks, AJ. Thanks, Have buddy. a great weekend, buddy. Happy New Year, too. <laughs> AJ's right. slightly traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's there's just a... shaking his head. He's like, oh, oh man. Oh, I'm not, I can't unsee that now. He's just he's thinking. He's like, there's an image that I just did not need. So. If AJ's going to be, if, if Loma shows up in skinny jeans, I'm, I'm done out. with this group. I'm I don't, done yeah, with exactly. <laughs> Classic. All right. 803 if you want to join us. Uh, Star 930 is a free call in the cell. 1-800-616-92. Three six. We are going to play the uh, the funny phone call that we got uh, this morning, uh, or whenever we got it. I don't know when we got it. Frank, but... were we able to bleep out his uh, yeah, he's filthy good. mouth? Yes. He's good. We'll play it right the other side of okay. the break. But let's sneak in one more call. Let's go to Kirk or Kurt. I'm sorry, in Hamburg. Kurt, you are live with the Financial Guys on WBEN. How are you? Hey, not too bad, guys. Pretty good. Uh, enjoy the show. Great show. Uh, Appreciate it. Be Thank you. Educated and informed on all the policies and issues, and you guys do a great job of doing that. How's Thank you. How's it in Florida today? What kind of temperature you got there? Uh, Florida actually is about 80 degrees today, so it's absolutely beautiful down here. Beautiful, beautiful. Yep, but uh, don't don't you worry. We'll both be back within two days. So. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Read an article about uh, windmills uh, where New York State has spent – Five and a half to six million dollars on four windmills along the yes. state throughway. And they're they're not working. They're suing them. And they're not working. They're not working. They're suing them. Yeah, they've opened up a lawsuit. Who, who's suing them? Talking with New York State is suing the company because they don't work. Oh, heck! And when I was talking with them, I said, you know, Ron, I said, how come nothing in this state works? You know, don't we have engineers in the private sector? You have engineers that would take a look at something. Sure. Yeah. This article. Nobody said why the windmills aren't working. Why are they not working? And they, they quoted, a, I guess, the project manager said he doesn't know why. But <laughs> from New York State ever comes out and says, what is the problem? Why do we have a problem here? Right. That, that's what really frosted me well, more than anything else. And how, how hard could it truly be? I, well, I mean, the farmers did it in, uh, 200 years ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> right. Look, here's the thing, and this is, goes with anything that goes with government or even you know these pay-to-play type of things. You could ask the same question. Why don't we all have uh, solar panels on our roof? Why is, the, why is the solar city plant downtown not cranking out panels? Why? I mean, all these questions. Well, the reason is, is because it wasn't driven by free market capitalism. It wasn't driven by, you know, supply and demand where, a, where an individual or a company said, you know what, I can make money doing this. And you had a, 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 on the other side, you have a, uh, you know, a demand from consumers saying, I really want these things, yeah. right? I really want alternative energy. I really want windmills. I really want solar panels. So what, what you have here is you have a government interference in, in free markets. And unfortunately, the government doesn't work like that. It just it distorts things. The government hasn't done anything outside of, let's say, the military, very effective or cost efficiently. So when the government gets involved, and especially Como and the liberals, and they start picking winners and losers, you know, they're not looking at it from a, a business standpoint. It's not their money. What do they care, right? My, my guess is they probably didn't even vet this company to see no. uh, what the track record was or anything like that. But here's the good news. Let's let's just take a step back. The good news is, is Andrew's talking about building them himself now. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. They'll just, so, take, they'll just build because they're so, so much smarter. Yeah. Think about this for a second, right? Right? You've got a uh, uh, Howard Zemsky, right, and, and the and the uh, these you know economic development folks. We built a a, a billion dollar facility for Solar City, right? We're charging them one dollar in rent per year. 
who cuts that deal, right? They're, they're not anywhere near giving us the jobs that they promised. They're not anywhere near capacity of, of, of producing anything, right? And now they've turned around and they have leased a chunk of that space back out to Panasonic for an undisclosed amount that we can't get because the SEC has redacted the information that's supposed to be public record. And the best news was is they were supposed to be making groundbreaking technology that's right. there that could change the world. Right. And instead, it's just a warehouse. Who cuts that deal? Let me tell you something. In the private sector, never, nobody, nobody cuts, cuts that, that deal. deal. It's the same thing with the Senecas and the Niagara uh, Casino, right? Yeah. Who is stupid enough not to look at that and say, hey, they're not going to pay us after 10 years, right? <laughs> Only a government executive, right? right? And Only even, a bureaucrat. And, and not even know it yep. and, and not even yeah. have that <laughs> in Surprise. the budget line. They said that they put it in the budget line as cash flow in for the rest of their lives. Right. <laughs> right. In right. perpetuity. That was the problem with government, like all bureaucracies, is that there's no accountability. See, in the private sector, if, if a Howard Zemsky in the private sector signs that deal with the Senecas and then they find out, he's fired, Yeah, right? In the but in government, he's not. In the private sector, you buy those windmills, you better believe there's some kind of insurance and a warranty oh, and a team in place absolutely. that says, if these things don't work, here's yeah, what I want back. Right, the contract we, is locked solid. We, we better give this guy the final word. Sorry. So, okay, uh, appreciate that. Can I, can I go over one more issue? Sure. I, yeah. Okay, thank you, guys. All right, so... I play hockey, you know, to make the winners more palatable with my guys. A lot of Democrats in the locker room. A lot of issues we discuss uh, in the locker room. To make a point is I, I brought out a U.S. Department of Labor website saying we have 7 million job openings in this country right now, okay? For eight straight months, we've had 7 million job openings, more than the number of job seekers. Mm-hmm. I raised a question in the hockey locker room, and I say to the guys, okay, how come we have unemployment in this country? Why do we still have unemployment? If you have this many job openings, this is from the U.S. Department of Labor website. Sure. Why do we still have unemployment? Mm-hmm. Somebody answer that question. We yep. have 7 million job openings. We've had yep. job openings. Wait, is this Steve? Is it? Uh, this is Kurt. Kurt. Sorry. So, Kurt. So, Kurt, add on top of that, right? Unemployed, add on top of that the 40 million people on permanent food stamps who are not included in on the unemployment rolls, Which, right? Those people have been taken off the unemployment rolls. There are 40 million people on permanent food stamps, right? Why are they there if we've got 7 million jobs available right there alone? Did they give you an answer, Kurt? What was their answer? Can you answer the question for me? I mean, I, I guess I... No, what was their answer? I'm, I'm curious. I'll give, you the, I'll give you my answer. What was, the, what was your locker room buddy's answer? <laughs> you can imagine. Oh, where'd you get that from? You're just a conservative Republican. Oh, you probably got that from. Yeah, those are facts. Yeah. Those God are forbid facts. the Department yeah. of Labor website. <laughs> Here, here's <laughs> my answer. Facts. Here's my answer. The more people you'll pay to be poor, the more poor people you'll have. Yeah. Just that simple. Yeah. If you pay people not to work, and you pay them enough not to work, then you'll get more people not working. Those it's bi- just that simple. And a big chunk of those people on unemployment are working off the books. Oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. they are. Yep. Oh, they're collecting benefits. They're yep. collecting all kinds They've of benefits. they mastered the system. Oh, They've yes. mastered the system. She's on unemployment. He works. He's under the table. We don't get married, so we don't combine right. those incomes. Yep. Oh, it's we trade. We trade services. You cut my lawn. Yeah. I, I do your drywalling or whatever. <laughs> and you know, It is masterful. Oh, Huge yeah. black market out there. No doubt.
Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Great. Hey, Thank God you, bless Kurt. you, Kurt. Yeah, great, uh, great call. We appreciate it. Have a yep. great weekend. Have a happy New Year. Yep. All right, we're going to take a very yep. short break. By the, by the way, those liberals in the locker room, tell them that they should buy the beer next time and redistribute their wealth. That's exactly They shouldn't have any problem in the locker room doing that. <laughs> exactly. They never do, though. They never no. pick up the tab. No. They never no. pick up the tab. All right, 803 if we, you want to join have been, us. By the way, sorry. I didn't mean, That's okay. We, we have been out to dinner with liberals, right? Yeah. And when the bill comes, like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, I need the bathroom real quick. Guess the financial guys will pick it up then. Uh, anyway, I um, uh, we're going to take a very short break. We're going to come back, though. We are going to play this uh, call. It's hysterical. You don't want to miss it, so stay tuned for that. Another text just came in. Uh, tell me you've seen the video of the Georgia vape shop guy freaking out over the Trump shirt. That was probably one of the best things I've seen in a long time. Did you see it? Did no. I send it to you? No, I guess. Oh yeah. my god, it's classic. Right. This guy walks in with a with a with a Trump hat and a and a and a Trump shirt on, and the guy behind the counter in this vape shop literally should have been taken in and out in a straitjacket. The guy was nuts. He's screaming at him, going, I was jumping up and down. I'm not selling you nothing. <laughs> well, later that night, and just for an update, I'm not sure if you guys have saw this or not, but later that evening, this was last night, so I think, by this, the way. He does know that big government is the one that wants to shut him down or not? Yeah. Well, no, he's no. not in New York. He's in Georgia, so no, not it doesn't there. matter, right? No, I mean, no, no, he's clueless. This it, guy, this it'll guy, it'll be a government agency that shuts that down, right? Oh yeah, no, but this guy, <laughs> I'm telling you, this guy has some. We want to talk about Trump derangement system. Yeah. This guy was a poster child. But the best part about that whole thing was later that night, as my plane landed, I got the update. The vape shop fired the guy. The vape shop came <laughs> nice. out with a statement that said, "This guy does not reflect our values. He's not what we're all about. This yeah. is absolutely disgusting. The yeah. behavior, and he's been terminated. <laughs> this guy likely will." Probably find end up on Antifa. Exactly. Right up on the Clinton payroll for sure. Exactly. Right out of my mouth. All right. Very short break. We're going to come Which, back. Which, by the way, has been proven to not pay minimum wage. No. Oh, yeah. well, that's yeah. yeah. That's a good Bernie Sanders. All right. We're going to take a very short break. 803-0930-STAR-930. If you want to slip in a call, stay tuned. We're going to play this when we come back on the other side of the break. You're not going to want to miss this uh, nice call from a loving liberal to our office. So stay tuned. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome back. Financial guys, about nah, seven minutes left in today's show. We'll go to the phones in just a second, but as promised, I want to uh, just play this nice, loving liberal who called our office. I, You know, the TV show definitely has a different audience than the radio show. The radio show is, you know, we have we have some best callers, the best just, listeners here on WBTN. Just a little bit. Just a, little. a little bit of a different audience <laughs> on TV versus radio. I got to say, you know, you, you, our listeners are the best folks in the world. We've been on for 20 years, and uh, at the end of January, it'll be our 20-year anniversary uh, you know, you don't go on the air for 20 years without having a great station, great support from people like uh, Debbie Marriott or Tim Winger, uh, you know, the advice. Greg of the, Reed. Uh, yeah. Greg Reed. Tim I mean, Holly. just awesome folks. Great producers over the years. You know, Frank R. Curry, I, I, Jason screening our calls. My and, guess is this will be the year that we get inducted into the Western yeah. New York radio well, show. Or at, least, or, or at least get the invite when Sandy does for the fifth time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, the most importantly, without our listeners, this show doesn't happen, right? If we didn't have listeners, they wouldn't want to keep us on the air. So we have the best listeners in the world when it comes to uh, this radio show. Yes. And even defending us, by the way. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you. Online, I love that. We appreciate it. You know, we had somebody that said, I looked awful with my beard uh, a few weeks ago. Looking TV, out for us. And yeah. people people uh, hopped on and then defended yeah. us. So I yeah. appreciate very it. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. All right, but without further ado. Because I, I look damn good with the beard. So. You, I, I think yeah. so, too. Didn't stop me Not at 
skinny jeans as much, however. Um, well, if, <laughs> I, I have never been into skinny jeans, so we we that, I we couldn't get into skinny jeans. We I don't just... we don't know that for a fact. Well, I might look good in skinny jeans. <laughs> I actually really don't know what skinny jeans are. I'm getting this from my 12 year old because she needed skinny jeans. Right. So exactly. I'm just assuming it's a young cool thing. Probably. So uh-huh. You will never see me in skinny jeans Probably because not. I don't like I like jeans that fit me. So. <laughs> exactly. All right. Without further ado, we got a, a nice loving liberal. They, they're always you know want to give us advice on how to run things because you know they care so much. Yes. About uh, about how uh, how our show does and uh, and how we are as individuals. So anyway, this was this call came in this week uh, from last week's radio uh, our TV show. Frank, take it away. I'm watching this TV show Money Talks with Mike Lomas and Glenn Wiggle. Listen. You need to stop these guys from broadcasting their opinions as if they are facts. They are not facts. They are bullshit. We love you too. Thank you for your call. And that's another loving liberal love note from the left. They're so tolerant. And we will pass that on. Absolutely. This, this is, by the way, an opinion show. <laughs> we do talk about facts at times, but TV we definitely share our opinions, and TV we are not shy about that at all. TV show as well, but we will pass that on. Oh, boy. Yeah, we'll station. send it over to management, and, uh, you know, just, just because they probably don't know that we talk conservative politics at all. You, you probably didn't know that the, the number for the TV <laughs> show was different than 6331515, our office number. I might, and I know for a fact that it's not even close, but. Yeah, you know that like, sounds it, like a psycho killer. Honestly, I mean, could, he's, a, he's an angry elf. <laughs> he's an angry elf. That's he, the first he, thing he, I thought. Yeah, of. The best part about the calls, he sort of built it up like he was like yes. at first, like he was you know he was getting angrier, yeah. and angrier, yep. and angrier. In twenty seconds, and he's like you know, then he starts to swear. That's right. Anyway, all right. Well, thank you for that. We just want yes. appreciate it. Let's go back to the phones and sneak in one more uh, before the show ends today. We'll go to Pete on a cell phone. Pete, how are you? Thanks for calling in. Hey, good. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. A quick comment for you. Um, actually, almost a, a challenge question for you. I'm going to take it back to uh, your comment on Solar City, and I know that that's uh, a frequent topic that you, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, first off, I guess Solar City hasn't existed in a couple of years. So, mm-hmm. well, whatever well, you want to call it. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. whatever it's called. Soliva, now. whatever. Soliva. Well, that's. That's, I guess, Pan, that's Panasonic. A, I think I think the deals with Saliva, but Panasonic is actually the company that's renting it now. So, yeah, it's it's Panasonic and Tesla, I believe. Right. Right. But well, Tesla Tesla's owns out. Tesla. Bought out Solar City. Yes, right. but it's it's known as the Solar City plant. But yes. go ahead. Right. But I, I, like I'm saying, I think that is important to to distinguish that first off. Secondly, it's huge because that's not what we were promised. Right. It's huge to distinguish that. Well, I agree. We, we were promised from Tesla themselves that they were going to build this huge, outstanding, unbelievable product that was going to be groundbreaking, and it was going to change the waterfront. Is what was you know that's how the bill of goods that I was sold as a taxpayer. All right, Pete, what's your challenge question though? Because we're running out of time. We got about a minute left. Right, 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 right. So that's that's not what I'm getting at. It just just the distinguishing uh, names is one. Secondly, you know what have they put out there? I, you know, I keep hearing that that you know there's nothing happening. There's cars everywhere. There seems to be a lot of activity. Um, you know, what are they producing there, right? Uh, nothing. I, it's a warehouse. Going on. I it's don't, a warehouse. It's the case. Okay. 
I think they're producing some solar panels, yeah, they're, but they're, they're not, not what they promised they were going to produce. And yeah. they don't have anywhere near the jobs that they promised. Right. That may be the case. At this point, we were talking about thousands of jobs. We're lucky to have hundreds of jobs. And it may be the case, but we spent a billion dollars of my taxpayer money and your taxpayer money. Right. I, I mean, did you get? I didn't get a dollar in taxpayer money last year to run my company. Right. But the, these two points that I've made so far, I think, and you seem to agree with me on the second one as well. That there. Oh, I, don't, I don't agree with anything you said. I think it's a. I think it's a total sham to the taxpayers. I think what they should be doing is giving us our damn money back so we can run our own companies and That's not right. have to beg for it back. And I think Elon Musk is a scumbag, and he's built mil- billions and billions of dollars of his own wealth on our backs. I'm sick of it. Just because people like Andrew Cuomo and, uh, and Chucky Schumer get money back from him. I'm talking about the manufacturing operation that's going on there, though, guys. Don't, don't keep tying it back, because that politicizes it. Just like our well, that, it is politicized. Yeah, but, they got the but, money. But from, let me ask from, you this: from us as with, taxpayers, it's, it's with, without us building that building, they're not in Western New York because the tax structure and the regulatory structure doesn't allow them to do that. So I'm I'm really sorry. I don't mean to do oh, this, we but bring I, we're out, out of time. First, so next week, I'd yeah, I, I really will. I, I don't mean to cut you out, but I have yeah. to six three three one five one five if needed throughout the week, folks. On uh, behalf of Mike Lomas, I'm Glenn Wiggle. We're the financial guys. We'll see you next week here on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. Thank you for your call.